Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to What Would Kay Say? I'm your host, Kay Edwards, coming to you from Brooklyn, New York. Um, I'd like to get my housekeeping out of the way right now. COVID-19 is disrupting everyone's lives right now, and Radio Free Brooklyn is no exception. We want you to know that we have made every effort to ensure the health and well-being of our host, staff, and the community at large. We've closed both our studios and canceled live events, but our hosts are still doing the best to continue bringing new original programming by broadcasting live and pre-recording from their home studios or by selecting the best rebroadcast of their past shows. Most of the revenue that we've had from before has um, evaporated. And with that, we're looking for donations. You can still donate. If you go to our website, hit the cl- click the green donate button, and you can donate there. We have t-shirts. We have trivia questions that are giving away items. Or you can donate through your phone to RFBGIVE5 to 44321. We appreciate every donation that we receive from you because it takes money to stay on the air. It takes money to stay on the internet so that I can have my show and all the other great shows that we have can also be broadcast to you. So if you can make a donation, we know everybody's hurting at this time, but we deeply appreciate it if you do. Now I want to get into the show. And I guess you can probably hear from my voice I'm a little, uh, a little agitated And I guess I get like this because it's not like I'm really, it's not an agitation. Let me change that because I don't want it to seem like I'm coming off hostile or aggressive or angry because I know those are adjectives that can be attached to being a black woman every now and again. So I don't want to come off like that. I just want to come off as someone who is stating an opinion and wondering why things have to always be here. And I guess I'm a little excited or a little, um, I'm very passionate when it comes to this. I'm very passionate about injustice. And when I say injustice, I'm passionate about injustice towards anyone, but particularly injustice towards black people. More so because I am a black person. So anytime an injustice is done towards black people, I look at it as it being done to me, even though it's not directly being done to me because I could just as easily had been in that person's place just as easily. So, but I want to first of all say any injustice, I don't, I'm, I'm totally against that. It doesn't even have to do with color. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you are. If you're being treated in a inhumane way, if you're being oppressed and you shouldn't be, I'm all, I'm for the underdog and I will fight to the end when I know something is wrong, regardless of whether race, creed, color, culture. But when it comes to the issues of black people, I must say, yes, I'm going to really voice an opinion when it comes to that. Cause like I said, I take it personal because that's what I am. And I don't feel bad about saying that because when others want to stand for their causes, for their people, they do it. 
So I think everybody has a right that when they see an injustice and it's done to someone that belongs within their group, that they have a right to speak out about it. So with all that, I can start the show. I've been looking on Facebook. I've been looking on Instagram. I've been checking the news. And of course we know this is nothing new. So when I see it, it's not that I'm surprised because I'm actually not surprised. To me, it's just situations like pandemics, natural disasters, anything that makes an entire community suffer is when you really see people of color suffering the most. Now, don't get me wrong, on a good day, when everything's happy and rosy for everyone, people of color suffer. But when everybody is suffering, people of color suffer more. And that doesn't surprise me. From the time I've been born and able to understand the way the world operates, I get it. I totally get it. So to see it happening now in this pandemic, I'm not surprised. I'm just a little annoyed that with all the time that has passed, we're still allowing this to happen to us. That's what I think is getting me a little annoyed because it's time for people to wake up. And when I say wake up, I'm not saying wake up and start rioting because that's the first thing people want to do when they get angry because that's the way they show their anger. That's not what I'm talking about because that's, to me, that's the poorest way to show anger because it's only self-defeating. When you riot, when you burn, when you loot, when you do things of that nature, you only hurt yourself because you're doing it to your own community. So it's not hurting anyone else but you. That I'm totally against. I'm not with that at all. Everything that I stand for when it comes to writing injustices, I like to do everything the legal way. Because see, when it passes, I want it to pass and stand forever. I don't want it to be a simple fix with a Band-Aid that, oh, okay, we did this and now they'll be quiet for a moment and we can just go on business as usual. No. When I was talking to you earlier, when I was telling you about you need to talk to your council people, you need to start voting people in that can do what you need them to do for your community, this is the reason why. And a lot of you now are saying how you've had family members that had the virus, that they went to the hospital to get tested, they've been sent back home, and now they're dead. Granted, I'm sure it's not just happening to black and brown people. I'm sure there might be one or two others that were sprinkled in between that that might have happened to, but it happens to us more often than none. More often than none. Whereas I said last week, the majority of black and brown people are not being tested for this virus. So you don't know with them wanting to open back up the city and open back up the economy, who's carrying what. And opening back up the economy, 
most of the people on the front lines, the essential workers, are black and brown people. So whose economy are you opening back up? Because from what I'm seeing, they're the ones still going to work. So with that, I want to say also, why is it that, and here it is, now I'm talking to black and brown people, and I understand the answer. I totally get, I totally get why you do what you do. But what I want you to do is to stop doing it. And this is what I'm talking about. Yes, everybody wants to medicate themselves when they get anxious. Totally understand it. People medicate all the time. But it's come a time where we have to stop medicating ourselves. It's time for us to be totally in charge of all of our senses, all of our faculties, so we know what is going on, when it happens, why it's happening, and what we could do about not letting it happen to us. You can't make a change if you're drunk all the time. Yeah, I put it out there. If you're drunk all the time, you can't make a change. Who's listening to you and you're slurring words? Nobody. Who's listening to you and you're complaining, but yet you're standing online at the liquor store? Who's listening to you? And I'm not saying that you're the only ones drinking. Don't get me wrong. Everybody in America is drinking, but you know what? Let America drink. You don't have time to drink. You've been drinking long enough. How about that? How about drying up for a minute? Let everybody else be drunk. You stay sober so you know what's happening. My next thing is where I understand completely, I get it. I understand things happen systemically to us. I get it. But do you notice the majority of the people that when it comes to these handouts of the meals, we're on lines at pantries, we're the ones that can't get food in our neighborhoods that are decent? Why is that? Because for so long, all we wanted to do was medicate. And don't get me wrong, every, every one of us is not medicating. There's a lot of us that's not medicating at all. There's a lot of us that's feeling like I feel, that's saying what I'm saying, that's trying to let the others know, you need to wear a mask. You need to pay attention to what's happening. You need to take care of whatever it is you need to take care of. But then just like that, it's falling on deaf ears. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Bible 101. You've heard that over the years. And the first thing, what really gets me is when you say something like that to someone and then they want to say to you, oh, girl, yeah, I know. My mama used to take me to church or she always used or my grandmama. You know what? I don't want to hear what your family line was when it comes to knowing what the Bible is. What are you doing? Your family line has nothing to do with it. I can't. I was raised in the church, girl. <laughs> your actions don't show it. And I'm not talking about that you have to walk around holier than thou. I'm just talking about where's the wisdom that you should have picked up. If you was raised in a church, if you were raised in anything, you pick up the traits of what it is you're raised around. So you mean to tell me you were raised in a church and 
church and all you know how to do is medicate? You were raised in the church and all you know how to do is, oh, this is a joke. It ain't real. The system is trying to be. You were raised in a church, but this is what you get out of being raised in a church. And I'm not saying that everything you learned in the church was correct. I'm not saying that at all because there are a lot of false preachers out there. But what it should have taught you was to get to know the word for yourself. See, that's with everything. Even when it comes to school. Yes, I always hear the system is rigged against us. I get it. They send the worst teachers to our neighborhoods to teach our schools. I get it. Even right now with having to do homeschooling, once again, here we are behind the eight ball. Because when we were in the school buildings to learn, what were our kids doing? Cutting up. Cutting up in the classrooms. Not listening to what the B-graded teacher was saying, even though she might have came in lower than what the other teachers had. She had more knowledge than you sitting in the chair. But you weren't listening to her because you would rather twerk and make TikTok videos and dance and sing to the latest rap songs where there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone should be able to entertain themselves every now and again, but not every day, every minute of the day. I think not. So now because we're not in the school buildings, we're not in the classrooms with the teacher who was less than probably capable than some other teacher that graduated from the, the highest, you know, she was the highest honors in her class. And we don't have the computers and stuff that most kids have that they're home with working with because in their schools, every day they have computers because that's what they work and they learn how to do their work with. So Johnny and Mary went home with computers. So they're doing their schoolwork. They won't, when it comes back to going to school, they would not have skipped a beat when it comes to learning. But because we didn't have computers to begin with in our schools, and to be fair, I'm not gonna argue that I don't understand why we didn't have computers. I'm probably sure I know why we didn't have computers. The reason why we probably didn't have computers in our schools was because A, they figured if they sent the computers home, they would never come back. Because B, somebody in the household was gonna take it and sell it for more medication. And C, half the damn times the kids probably lost them. Like kids do lose computers. Kids are gonna lose things. But you know why they lose things? Because you don't teach them to be responsible to maintain things. So yeah, it goes back to once again, like I said, Yes, the things that they do to us are wrong. The things that we allow them to do to us are wrong. But you know what's even a bigger wrong? The things we do to ourselves. So with all that, and I guess that's why you hear it in my voice where I'm a little bit agitated, because I'm like, here it is. We're caught up in this whole pandemic Everything is out of control. Yes, I know God is in control, but I'm not talking about, I'm looking at you right now, right here on earth, 
what you're doing at this moment, at this present time. Not saying that God can't come in, not saying that people can't pray, not saying that people can't make a difference, but right now, you, yourself, what difference are you making for yourself and your family in your life at this moment? That's the question I have for you. So, what are you doing? Do you think this is enough? Do you think everything that's happening with people that are dying, with you wanting to act like ain't it's not really happening, with you still wanting to act like, oh, where's my check? And that's another thing. This check, air quotes I'm doing, that everyone's supposed to be receiving because it's only going to go to those who make X amount of dollars or whatever, what do you plan on doing with this money? Now here it was, if you were one of the ones that was standing on the pantry line because you didn't have money to go to the supermarket to feed your kids, what are you going to do with this money? Are you going to A, take part of it and maybe try to invest it in some little bit of a saving somewhere to try to grow it for the future? Because if you really think about it, even though me saying this to some right now, they're probably saying in their mind, what is she stupid? I'm going to take this money and invest it in what I need to, I need to, do you need to pay your bills? Do you need to get a new hairdo or get your nails done? Or what are you doing with this money? Because you can't go anywhere. So if you're talking about buying something, new clothes or new nail products or new hair, whatever it is you're buying with it, where are you going with it? Because you're supposed to be in the house under quarantine, isolation, so that you don't pick up this virus that's going on. So what are you actually planning on doing with the money? And if you haven't in the past with whatever occupation you had, whatever money you had coming in, if you hadn't started making a little nest egg for yourself so that you would have an emergency fund and you see now you could have used it because when you needed to go back in to get cash, you, you didn't have any. Do you think that maybe going forward because of what happened with this and we all know coming out of this, it's going to be a totally new system that we're going to be operating under. Are you ready to start moving in that new platform? Or are you going to still take your old ways that didn't work for you before and carrying them over into the new place? Are you going to bring the old ways into the new place, into the new system? Are you going to still act the same way you act last year, now, after all this is over? Are you still going to continue acting that way? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. So when I see all these things on Facebook, and I hear about people losing their parents or losing their loved ones, and I see that there are people dying, and those are the people, the ones that are posting saying how that they've lost people, and when I follow their, their thread, they have been the same ones that have been saying to others, you know, you need to do this, you need to, there are people out there that's trying to get the message out there. So now enough about me bashing my own, because you know, I'm always good. They always say, clean up your household first before you start looking at somebody else's household. Well, I've talked about my house right about now. 
I've talked about my house and yes, we need to get it together. But now going outside the door, looking at everybody else that's outside, how come all these people are allowed to have these protests about how they want the city to open back up, but they ain't being arrested? Now see, that's the stuff I'm talking about with the double standard. All these people, you have all these people gathering, protesting. They had them in Minnesota. They had them on the news. They were in their cars. They were blowing their horns. They were tying up traffic, causing a traffic jam. You had other people that other people that were on the streets, clearly without mask, without any type of protective coverings. And I guess wherever they were situated, they didn't have that mandate in their state. But they were allowed to gather and just protest about the government not being open. And I'm just curious as to why they were allowed to gather like that and the police didn't make them disperse. And But I guess I know why. I don't really have to ask that question because I already know why. But it's just, to me, you would think, thinking on a different level, you would think, well, you know what? Everybody's hurting in this time, so we should try to just make everything right for everyone. But we know that's not what's happening. We know that's not what's happening. And my question actually is, what are you, what are you really going to do about it? How are you going to solve this problem where you do have people out there screaming for your cause, saying, you know what? It's an injustice how people are being treated. It's not fair that they're not getting the medical attention or treatment that they need. It's not fair that they're putting that they're putting people on the front line that have no protection to make sure that they're safe when they're working or when they're doing everything extra to help everyone else stay healthy. I totally get it. But what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? That's just my question. I'm just curious to what are you going to do about it? And I guess I've, I've, I guess I've let off enough steam because that was really bothering me. It was really bothering me to see how in our neighborhoods, everybody's lined up at the liquor store. In their neighborhood, everybody's lined up at the gun stores. Everybody has their idea of what's essential, right? I mean, think about it. It's essential to have guns. Just like it's essential to have alcohol. Really? Why would they even keep those two stores open? I don't even see how a gun store is essential. And just like, how is a liquor store essential? How is that essential? But, hey, who am I to say? Who am I to say? But I just wanted to bring it to everyone's attention that, no, it's not right what's happening. No, it's not right how people are being treated. We know that this goes on on a regular. So like I said at the beginning, it doesn't surprise me that it's happening. It doesn't surprise me at all that this is taking place. What surprises me is that we're still allowing it to take place. And I cited the reasons of why it's, we're still allowing it. You need to stop medicating. I'm sorry if it's not 
if you don't have, if you are not, um, if right now everything that's happening is not making you wake up, since everybody, oh, that's the quote, that's the quote that everybody used, I'm woke, get woke, are you awake? No, I asked, are you awake? Have you been awake? Do you plan on waking up? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just asking who's really awake and what do you plan on do about it, doing about it going forward? So now here it is again, going back to the kids being homeschooled. They don't have the computers that they need. So not only will they be behind where they were behind when they were in the actual building with the teacher, they were already behind. Now they're even, even going to be further behind because if they don't have the computers and they don't have internet, how are they going to be taught by these teachers to keep them up to par with what they should be learning and doing? And if they got the paper pamphlets that came home, because they, I heard from some that they have the paper booklets, can the parents at home even do the work? Do the parents even understand the work that's go the work that they do in school right now? Can they even keep up to teach their child to keep that child where they'll still understand what's going on? And how many parents are actually looking for outside help to assist in their children to be able to do this work now that they're not in school? I'm just curious, and I'm not bashing everybody, so I don't want to hear from everybody, oh, you're making general blanket statements. You know what, Cinderella, if the shoe don't fit, don't try to keep putting it on your foot because Cinderella knows what slipper fits for her. So if you're not at the ball, then don't worry about it. But those of you who know people that I'm talking to or talking about, you need to be the one to tell them. You need to be the one to make them listen, to make them understand what time it really is. And it, time is growing short, people. It's growing shorter and shorter. I just talked to you last week about AI. So now if all that stuff is happening and you can't even keep up with the simple stuff, where are you gonna be? Where are you gonna be? And we can't keep screaming systemic, systemic, you got to do things on your own. You have to start picking up and doing things on your own for yourself. And like I said, there's a lot of us out there that's doing it, but there's a lot of us out there that's not. So I'm talking to the ones that's not. So the ones that are doing it, there's no need for you to take offense. And if I'm talking about a family member, then maybe you need to get on them. Because we can't keep saying, oh, well, that's their life, and they're going to do what they want to do. So uh-uh. Because when they do what they want to do, it still, it still impacts everyone. It impacts everyone. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we're the only ones that act like that. There's tons of everybody else from everybody else's culture that act like that too. But I can't talk to their culture. I can only talk to what I know. I don't know what they're doing in their households because I don't live with them and I don't know them. I know us. I've grown up around us. I've dealt with us. 
yes, I've dealt with them. So yes, I have a peek into what they live, but I can't talk to what they do. And trust me, you know what? Let their people talk to what they do. I'm talking to what we do. I'm talking to what we do. And we need to do better. And I said I wasn't going to come on and get like this. I really wasn't going to make this type of show. I really had another show planned out that I was going to talk about. But after I kept going through everything on Facebook and just Instagram and just hearing different things, and now I hear from the news that China is discriminating against the Africans that were there in their country, talking about they can't go into restaurants because they're spreading the coronavirus. Are you serious? The coronavirus started in your country. But now you want to say because you've neglected the Africans in your country that had it, you didn't give them medical treatment. So now with a number of them still walking around possibly with the virus and it's not even definite that they have it but because you think they might and if one or two might have it now they're the ones spreading it but yet China is all up in Africa building roads helping them supposedly get their economy started why so they could own half of Africa too come on now people we need to wake up enough is enough and I think I've really went on with this long enough. I think it's time for me to play some music. Because you know, when I start getting like this, it's music time. So let me pick out a song. And we're going to think about everything that I said. And we're going to calm down. And I'm going to come back. And we're going to continue this conversation. Sit back and enjoy. <laughs> Atmosphere is changing. Nothing stays the same. Heaven is waiting for the mention of the name. The spirit is moving, burning like a flame, healing the broken by the one we proclaim.
Sometimes I feel like giving up It seems like my best just ain't good enough Lord, if you hear me, I'm calling you Do you see, do you care all about what I'm going through? And then he said, one more like a stranger so far from home I feel like I've done all that I can do please Lord give me strength I'm just trying to make it through that's when he told me
Hey, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed those two selections that I chose for us. They were very calming songs, and I think I needed to hear some calming music because when see when you have a passion for something, and especially like I said at the top of the hour, when you have a passion for things that are not right, you can't help but voice your opinion about it. And when I see things that are done wrong or when I see things that could be done right, I can't help but voice my opinion about it. And, and I thought about it and I was like, you know, maybe I should have just set my mouth, just let people live their life, just let people do whatever they want to do. But then I think about it and I said, you know what, this is just like when Jesus was overturning the money changers, ch- the, the tables, he got upset because they were making the outside of the court where the temple were where the temple was, they were making that into like a whole commodities exchange thing going on. And the whole thing with that was that area was supposed to be reserved for the Gentiles that couldn't go into the synagogue and pray because they weren't Jewish. That area was supposed to be allowed for them to pray and get closer to God. So when he came there and sort of saw that they were using it for commercial interest and he looked at it as they were putting the commercial interest, making trades, doing money exchanges before the needs of the people, he got upset. And that's why he overturned the table. Something like today when they want to open up the economy before they know if everybody's well enough to go back to work and if it's safe enough for everybody to be amongst everyone else in regular population. And then I thought about it too, like Moses, when he came down from from Mount Sinai when he came down with the Ten Commandments. And when he got down to the bottom of the base of the mountain, he saw the people dancing around a golden calf where all they had to do was wait for him to come back with the message that that he was going up there to get from God. So I look at it as when people are passionate about what they believe in and what they feel is right, yes, when you do something contrary to that, then yes, they're gonna show an emotion and let you know that what they see as what you're doing is wrong. So I guess with my little going off on a whatever I was talking about at the top of the hour, yes, I had to let people know it's time for you to wake up. It's time for you to get things back in order. And I just wanted to read this from Proverbs too, which I was talking about wisdom. If you go to Proverbs 8, in the beginning it starts out, wisdom is crying at the gates. But I'm going to start reading from verse 5. Oh, you simple ones, understand prudence. And you fools, be of an understanding heart. Listen, for I speak of excellent things, and from the opening of my lips will come right things. For my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. They are all plain to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Receive my instruction and not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies and all the things one may desire cannot be compared to her. Okay. Listen to what he's saying about finding wisdom. If we find wisdom And yes, it was going to take us a little bit of time because I don't expect everybody to be a rocket scientist overnight. But you got to start with the little things. It starts one step at a time. But you have to acknowledge that you have to make a change. And 
when I implemented and started talking about the five-year plan for everyone to get their life in order, that's what I was really, it was really probably stemming from this, not knowing that what I was putting in motion in the beginning of the year would have culminated to all of this that's happening right now. And those of you who might have told other people about the five-year plan or talked to them about what you're doing with your five-year plan, this is probably it. We need to get ourselves in order. We need to get ourselves straight and get ourselves together. And he was starting us out with the five-year plan, doing it in little increments, but this is now blowing up. And I guess he's seeing people ain't paying attention. People are still not paying attention. So I say all that to say, I came back and regrouped. Next week, I probably will have another topic of interest for us to talk about. Like I talked about AI last week, I'll probably find something else that's very beneficial, very um, interesting that we need to know about that's probably going to be taking place. And of course, you know, I'm going to have another promise for you because I said every week I was going to give a promise. So let's see. What can I give you as a promise for this week? Oh, okay. Let's stay in Psalm. Let's go to Psalm 9. Well, not stay in Psalm because we weren't in in Psalms. So we're going to go to Psalm 9 and 10. And the promise this week is, and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hath not forsaken them that seek thee. That's the King James Version. So let me see if I could get a version that breaks it down a little bit more with understanding. Hold on a sec. Psalm 9 and 10. Let's go to Psalm 9 and 10. And of course, I'm looking this up on the Internet. That is like the best thing right now for me. Psalm 9, verse 10, and I'm going to do it in the New King James Version. And it says, and those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. That's the promise for this week. Psalm 9, verse 10. So I hope that everybody has had a very good week. I hope that everything that you're doing is getting yourself better and ready to maybe go back into the workplace, like say in the next month or so. Um, I hope that everybody's staying healthy and I hope that everybody, the weather's supposed to be breaking. I hope everybody's going to take the precautions that they need to take if they're going to venture out to enjoy the weather, which of course we all do need to enjoy the weather. It's nothing like getting some good sunshine when you can really get it. And for those of you who have backyards, you can go in your backyard and enjoy the sun. You don't have to be out in the street. You can go in your backyard. I mean, some of us don't have backyards. I have a backyard. I'm blessed. I have a backyard. I'm I'm glad about that. There's a lot of things I do think about, and I'm like, you know what? I thank you, God. I thank you, God, that I'm able to have a place where I can go and not have to be outside amongst people. But for those of us or those of you who don't have that, then, yes, be careful when you do go out. Make sure you do keep your mask on. Make sure you do stay safe and keep the social distancing. 
because like I said, right now we still don't know who has what. And you see down in Florida, they opened up the beaches and look, they had what, 1200 cases in one day of people with coronavirus. And someplace I think in Minnesota, she, um, she didn't, uh, uh, follow the whole lockdown thing either and she got a whole I think it was the governor of Minnesota I'm not even one of those places over there that they weren't paying attention and they just letting the people roam and do whatever they want to do and now people are falling ill is it really that important I mean what is it New York we've been under lockdown now for a while so we're kind of getting used to it yes we don't like it but we're getting used to it but with the, the density of our population here in New York, we had to go under some type of quarantine and isolation. Could you imagine if the governor and if de Blasio would have said, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. This is just something common. A couple of people will get it and it'll blow over. And they didn't lock the city down or close the schools or close the bars or close anything. We'd all be right now today with the coronavirus. If they just would have just let the trains run if they're supposed to run, just let people do whatever they want to do. We're in close quarters all the time here in New York City. So, yes, we have to follow other states. I don't know what their conditions are like. But even with that, if you see that even you're not as densely populated as we are here, you're still you're still contracting the virus. And you have spaces to move around where your people don't have to be on top of each other and your people are still catching it. So that should let you know that right there should let you know that there is some truth with us keeping a distance when it comes to not spreading this virus and not having people catch this virus. But enough about the virus. Corona has and will be something that will forever be thought of that changed our lives come 2020. And who could have imagined when we were all happy about a new decade that this was going to slap us in our face right here at the turn of the new decade? Who knew that this was going to be what we would be talking about for years to come? But hey, like I said, we're all making history, right? And here we go again, making history with Corona. I tell you, we, we just love making history. We were born for a time like this. We were definitely born for a time like this. But with that, I see my time is growing short. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in, listening to what I had to say today. I hope what I said was informative. I hope what I said was encouraging and inspiring. I hope what I said those of you who heard me can now take it back to others and let them listen, tell them to tune in. I'll have this up on archives in a week. They can listen to it. It's just something that we need to do as a people, as a nation. We need to start coming together because this whole still with the whole, I don't want this one to have and this one shouldn't have. Come on, everybody everybody's dying from this. Oh, and another thing too that struck me, when people are saying we're all in the same boat, we're all in the same boat now. We're not all in the same boat, okay? We might all be in boats, but we're not all in the same boat. Some people are in yachts. Some people are in canoes, okay? Some people might even be on rafts. So just because we're all in some type of boat, 
as they want to say, we're not all in the same boat. So when you try to make it, when people use that term, we're all in the same boat, it kind of makes it seem like we're all suffering the same way. We're not all suffering the same way. So I don't want anybody to get that twisted. We're not all suffering the same way. So that I want to be totally clear with everyone. Not all of us are suffering the same way, so don't keep throwing that around as we're all in the same boat, because we're not. The only thing that we're in the same boat in is that we're in America, and m America right now it has the coronavirus. That's the only thing that's equal across the board for all of us. But when it comes to everything else, as far as getting the medical attention, as far as having the medic whatever medications you need, whatever food you need, whatever shelter you need for your, your family, everybody's not in the same boat. So let's just stop saying that. So with that, like I said, my time is growing short. I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for listening to me. I hope to be with you again next week, God willing. All of you stay safe. All of you stay positive. Know that God is still in control and will always be in control. But even with him being in control, there are certain things that you need to do to take control of what's going on with you. That's a fact. You need to do things to take control what's going on with you. So with that, I'm going to leave you and say God bless. And remember, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Peace.